What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast. <clears throat> episode number five, back here with your host, K-Mac, a.k.a. Kurt Swaggin, Mac. E, Matt Kurt Mackey, just like John Mackey, the legendary tight end. Finally back here after we haven't done a podcast episode since about August 21st. I just want to wait until we are finally here. For game number one, as we are now approaching game numero uno, this Sunday, as today is Thursday, which marks the first game of the NFL season as the Kansas City Chiefs host the Detroit Lions tonight. But we are not here to talk about that, as we are here to talk about the men in black and gold, or black and yellow, as today's folk call it. I hear rapping 39, a.k.a. Fitz, a.k.a. Mika Fitzpatrick, Fitz Magic. Uh, today's show is going to consist of a couple things. We're going to recap um, quick, quick things on the Atlanta game, which was an absolute massacre. Preseason game number three, which is irrelevant. We'll also touch on some trades Pittsburgh did and a move they did uh, leading up to the season. We're also going to touch on previewing the week one game and finishing with our expectations for this season. So let's open up with week three versus Atlanta, playing the backup uh, backups to Atlanta. Offense scored again, looked good. Defense looked good. I mean, what I think Atlanta had like four or three turnovers. So picking the offense looked phenomenal. Warren looked good. Now he's got a couple touches. Calvin Austin made a few plays. Just more of the same, really, as we've seen throughout this preseason. Pickett looked good. He made some good throws. Uh, a big bomb deep to uh, Pickens and um, even Deontay, uh, like on a third and 13 down the sidelines. So we were able to get an easy dub there against Atlanta and their backups and uh, take our starters out. So Nate Herbig definitely, I mean, Nick Herbig, my bad, flashed. Uh, he, he really set out this preseason. But, uh, yeah, quick 30-3 to win for Pittsburgh there as we finish undefeated. And, you know, Pickett looks pretty good. And this limited preseason time sample size we got here. Uh, touching on some moves we made, we were able to trade Kendrick Green, the former third-round selection failed center project to Houston for a late uh, draft pick selection. I think it was like a, maybe a sixth or a fifth. And uh, shout-out to Armand Khan for that one. And we also traded away our guard, Kevin Dotson, for a fifth or a sixth to the Los Angeles Rams for like a fifth or a sixth. So even during leading up to the season, Omar Khan, the Khan artist, is making moves. Love to see it. We also made a free agent addition, adding Desmond King, former cornerback from Iowa, who was, um, who was pretty okay for Houston last year. I'm not expecting a whole lot of him other than his nice depth piece there in the secondary. Someone that can provide... Uh, this is a, a reliable player there in the secondary if injury was to happen, which, you know, injuries will happen. So just never know what position that's going to hit, per se. But um, so yeah, it's just some nice little moves there to get some more draft picks and add another player to, you know, a, a, a position of question, you know, if you want to call it, with Levi Wallace, a, a longer and the two type of Patrick Peterson and a young stallion, Joey Porter Jr. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, let's dive right in. 
let's dive right in into this game week one versus the San Francisco 49ers, a game in which I circled on this schedule in this offseason without knowing it would be week one. I was thinking, you know, eh, this will probably be a later game, later down the season. But no. No, absolutely not. Week one, we are going to be playing against arguably our toughest opponent on the schedule. And I'm all for it. I'm ready to see what this team is made of week one right off the bat. And we're going we're gonna to get that answer right off the bat. I expect this to be a very low-scoring, physical, defensive type of game. Uh, 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 this game really is going to boil down to a couple of things, in my opinion. Turnovers and stopping the run. If we're able to stop McCaffrey and make Brock Purdy beat, beat us, I feel very confident in saying we will win this game. And to be honest with you, my confidence scale in this game is an 8 out of 10 easily. 8 out of 10 easily. Uh, Pittsburgh is the underdog with two and a half points. And if you're a betting man, and I don't really want to talk about betting a whole lot, but I'll mention that in this podcast a little bit because I am a betting man. Take Pittsburgh with the points and take Pittsburgh straight up money line. I mean, we're talking about we haven't lost a season opening game since 2019 when uh, New England just absolutely shredded us. Shredded us. We haven't had a home opener game since 2014. A game which we had beaten the Cleveland Browns 30 to 27. But uh, some some big news with this game. Uh, Nick Bosa did finally reach a uh, contract extension for being the highest defensive player paid in the game. So, you know, I'm happy he's going to be there because I really didn't want to hear any excuses when we actually beat the Niners uh, this upcoming Sunday. So he's going to be there. George Kittle might be there. I'm not really too sure. Today is Thursday, so we'll get more on the injury front tomorrow and maybe even Saturday, perhaps, leading up to this game. But, um, yeah, you know, to be quite frankly honest with you, <sighs> matchup-wise, man, this is going to be a very defensive type of game. You know, whose defense is going to cause that turnover? Whose defense is going to stop the run? Because if we let that run game get going for the Niners, we're going to be in trouble. I, I do believe that. we got to contain McCaffrey. We cannot let him break off any huge runs. Same with Elijah Mitchell. Same with even Debo Samuel. He'll got a few carries. I don't doubt that because he's been shown he can carry the ball as well. San Fran has a very good offense, a good offensive line led by Trent Williams. Birdie Flash for you know the, salt, the small sample size he was in there. However, he did suffer a... Um, elbow injury against the Eagles, and some would be curious to see how he bounces back after that, you know. <clears throat> they do have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Ronnie Bell from Michigan, Michigan alumni, George Kittle if he plays, McCaffrey, Mitchell. So they have a, you know, they have a very potent offense, and Trent Williams, left tackle is legit, so Highsmith is going to be, uh, have his workout cut for, uh, his work cut out for him. And, uh, you know, maybe if he's getting, maybe if TJ's getting the best of that right side, they might move uh, Trent Williams to the other side. Maybe Highsmith will eat. One of them's going to be eaten. I can't tell which one, but I think TJ is going to have a big game this Sunday. He's going to remind that of a why. 
he is the best defensive player in this game. And I expect him to have a sack. I, expect, I think he's going to make a, some big plays this game. And just remind the NFL, who is the king on defense? And it's this dude. Uh, let's talk about our offenses versus their defense. Pickett in year two. He's going to be a lot more comfortable. He looks a lot more poised in this offense. Offensive line still has questions. And, um, you know, versus this defense the Niners have, it is going to be a tough challenge right out of the, right out of the gate. You know, you're talking about the best defense, um, speaking statistically, from last season. Niners didn't allow much rushing nor passing. They were clamps. Honestly, they were clamps. Nick Boza, legit. Fred Warner, legit. Hafunga, legit. Dre Greenlaw, legit. Um, they had a Javon Hargrave, who was a very solid defensive tackle for the Eagles. And as we know, was a former Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, a former third-round pick in 2016. And played really good for us, to be honest with you, considering he was in a 3-4 type of scheme, a.k.a. formerly known as Jay Wobble. So, Niners added him as well. So, Hargraves. I know they have another really good defensive lineman. I forgot his name. Was it Armstead? I think it's Armstead, yeah. Eric Armstead. Boza, Hargrave, Warner, Greenlaw. Um, so, I'm going to be looking here to really... If we can get a kind of run game going, I f I'll feel a lot more confident. But I think we're going to really have to throw the ball well here and use the moose, use DJ, use Pickens. And let them boys put some work in. But, um, you know, we got Pickett. We got the Naj. Jalen Warren's going to have to bust a couple as well. The Muth is going to be there. Dan Moore Jr. is the starting left tackle. Let's see what he's about, you know. He's going to have his work cut out for him the first couple of weeks, as we know. Talking about Niners, Cleveland, Raiders. Some very top edge players there. Um, so moving on. I mean, then you got Deontay Pickens and uh, Allen Robinson and the speed demon Calvin Austin III versus the Snyder's defense. It's going to be a very low-scoring game. And if I'm going to give a prediction for this game, I like a 17-14 Pittsburgh win. Chris Boswell with the game winner to end this game. This will be a very close, decisive game, very physical. Low scoring and physical. And I am going to really key on the physical part because these teams are both very physical defenses. So let's see how this defense matches up against their offense. You know, Cam Hayward, Alex Highsmith, Larry Ogunjobi. Got to see if he plays or not. I think Keanu, they didn't really list Keanu Benton as a starter, but I got a feeling he's going to play a lot of snaps there. Uh, but Montrevious Adams is quote unquote the starter. Elena Roberts, Quan Alexander, Levi Wallace, Pat Peterson, Minka Fitzpatrick, Demonte Kazee, and uh, let's see how you know. Let's see how this goes. Has Brock Purdy ever played Minka? No. Brock Purdy has played. Um, you know, has he played a defense like this? You know, he played Dallas, which is a very solid defense, and he didn't really get to play against Philadelphia. But let's see. You know, let's see what Brock Purdy is all about. But I got Pittsburgh winning this game, 17-14. to 14. That'll do it for the preview of this week one game. A game which will end in a W, and we're going to be celebrating come Sunday evening 
as I watch the rest of the uh, afternoon, evening, night games. Well, let's preview this season. Talk about, you know, leading up to this season, I haven't talked about how I think this team's going to fare. What are my expectations? And outside of that AFC North episode one, I really haven't dived into this a whole lot because I talked about a lot of other things. But I think it is finally time to set the bar for this team. And for me, that means playoffs and a playoff win is absolutely the standard for this team this year. I haven't had a playoff win in seven years, which was last against the Chiefs on the road, divisional round. And we were just one game short of missing the playoffs, 9-8. and eight. And we missed TJ Watt for half the year. Let's say we get a TJ healthy, a TJ Watt who's healthy. You add in a very solid draft, which uh, we made many of additions and really focused on some lacking areas on this squad. You look at this schedule. Is there any reason why we can't get into the playoffs? I mean, you're talking about a nine and eight squad that was one game out, one field goal away. For being in the playoffs, a team that went six and two down the six and two down the stretch, two and six to nine and eight. If that doesn't show proof uh, um, proof of improvement or growth, I don't know what else to tell you. We add in a Pat Pete, a solid veteran presence to help mentor Joy Porter Jr. You're bringing in a Nick Herbig, who's a solid outside linebacker three for. Just giving our main dudes, you know, the main killers, a relief, a breath, a, a relief, you know, just catch their breath a little bit here. And honestly, I really think Pickett is that dude. And honestly, I didn't think I'd be saying that this early. Because I was very critical of this team when we decided to take Kenny Pickett in the first round in last year's draft. To be honest with you, I really was not a fan of this draft selection. But I think he's going to make me eat my own words this year. And I'm seeing the flashes already. I'm seeing the eye test. You know, if he can if he can play a relatively clean game this week, as far as turnovers go, two touchdowns, no picks, I feel really confident about saying we're going to win this game. He looks poised. He looks confident. And I think he's really going to take a big year to leap. When you look at the auditions across the offensive line, trading up for Broderick Jones was huge. Adding Eagles former offensive guard Isaac Samalu was huge. Bringing in Nate Herbig as depth was big as well. You know, maybe Dan Moore Jr. gets a little bit better. He's been a starting left tackle. He's not the worst, not the best, but you know, he's got his flashes. We can just get the offensive line to get better, pick it to grow. Then you're talking about the growth of other younger players as well. Players in year three, like Muth, Najee Harris. I mean, George Pickens in year two, nobody even mentions the fact this guy was coming off of a torn ACL in college. In year one, he flashed, absolutely. He flashed. And if he improves his route running and separation ability, this dude is going to be a beast. But let's look at the schedule real quick. You're talking about playing the AFC North, six games there, two with Cleveland, two with Baltimore, two with Cincinnati. No reason we can't go 4-2, and 3-3 three three at worst. Then you look at the AFC South. We play Houston. That's winnable. Tennessee. That's winnable. Jaguars. That'll be tough, but it's winnable, but I don't like that game, to be honest with you. And then the Colts. 
rookie quarterback, winnable. NFC West, San Francisco 49ers, Los Angeles Rams, trap game I know. Seattle on the road will be tough, but Arizona is not coming into Pittsburgh and coming out with a win in December. No way. Then you look at a couple other games. Green Bay coming to Pittsburgh. Jordan loves a question mark. That's a winnable game. New England Patriots have had our number, but that's a winnable game. It's Thursday night football in Pittsburgh. Just led the Tennessee game, Thursday Night Football in Pittsburgh. We've seen that show. I saw that show in person in 2017, which is irrelevant. But still, you're talking about six games, six division games. That's six. Four for the NFC West, that's 10. Four for the AFC South, that's 14. Plus two games with Green Bay and the Patriots. You look over that schedule and you tell me you can't see 10 wins? Are you crazy? With T.J. Watt, a top-five defense. This will be a top-five defense. I don't doubt that. I don't. T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward, Keanu Benton, whatever he brings, Alex Highsmith, Minka Fitzpatrick, Patrick Peterson, a young Joey Porter Jr., whatever he brings. I mean, Broder Jones will be a starter at some point. The makings are all there. But it's going to depend on health, and it's going to depend on Kenny Pickett and what this offensive line is going to bring. Because first things first, we're looking to bring this back to Pittsburgh Steelers football, which consists of smash mouth ball, you know, running the football. Running it down your throat, and there's nothing you can do about it because we're coming and there's nothing you can do. Then we're going to look to use play action off of that. We don't need Pickett throwing 40 passes a game. Now, if he can do that and we can still win, that's fantastic. But I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for Pickett to manage the game, convert some third downs, which we were able to do down the second half of the stretch, as good as anyone almost, with a 50% plus percent uh, conversion rate. I'm just looking for him to play clean ball, you know. I'm cool with two picks, no two picks. I'm cool with two touchdowns, no interceptions. I'm cool with maybe one touchdown, one pick. I'm cool with 250 plus yards. And if we can get 100 yards running on the ground, and don't don't forget, Pickett can scramble as well. He's not going to look to scramble, but when he needs to, you know, work maneuver the pocket and run, I think he can efficiently do that. So if we get Kenny Pickett, man, to make a, a this a solid year two leap, you know, let's let's have a positive touchdown interception ratio, not seven to nine. We can just cut down on those turnovers a little bit and get maybe 30 ish. Maybe close to 30 touchdowns passing. We will be in tip-top solid shape. And like I said, we're looking to get back to basics. Let's run the football with the Naj. Let's use Jalen Warren in relief. Don't forget about CA3, a.k.a. Calvin Austin III. And uh, play solid defense, you know. If teams ain't scoring 20, we can win every freaking game, you know. I believe this offense can score 20-plus every game. Now, will they? Time will tell. But for me, this team is easily going to go 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. I like 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 with great potential of winning this AFC North division. And we can't go one and done. My expectation is definitely to win this division or get into the playoffs as a wild card, win a game, and let's see what happens from there. But we need to get a playoff win this year. 
that is what I would consider success for a young team. And then next year we can talk about Super Bowls. But we're not there yet. This is a very young squad. Still on the up and coming. But let's take steps first. Let's get 10 plus wins. Let's go to the playoffs. And let's get into the dance and see what happens. And it all begins this Sunday. Huge game one. Let's let the world know that this, is, this isn't this is just a flash. This is legit. This team is legit. And it's going to be legit. And I cannot wait to prove everyone wrong. Because I've been saying all year, all offseason, this team's going to the playoffs. This team will beat the Niners week one. And I cannot wait to see it transpire this Sunday. Sailor Nation, are you all ready for this? Because I know I am. Here we go. Week one this Sunday, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. We are going, it's going to be a dogfight. Absolutely, it's going to be a dogfight. But this team will defeat the San Francisco 49ers. And I confidently say that. So that'll do it for episode five of this podcast. A bit shorter one. But, um, you know, I feel like we got everything we wanted. And this was a solid one. And uh, don't forget to give the podcast a thumbs up. I'm everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or if you call it Twitter X, whatever. TikTok, YouTube. Blitzburg coverage is everywhere. We are on the up and coming. Uh, check out the Man on Roadway Sports Podcast with me and Hunter. And uh, I've also been doing podcasts. I've been a uh, guest on my brother's podcast, Shuggle Up Podcast. Check us out. We go more into the betting aspect of sports, especially now that's football season. But that'll do it for me. I am your host, K Mac, aka Kurt Mackey, and that'll do it. Everyone have a great Thursday. Enjoy the game tonight. Go Lions. And um, have a great weekend. And let's go get this dub, man. Your boys out, though. Peace. <laughs>